I'm Jody Nisnik, and you're listening to So Much More. In John 16, 12, Jesus stated, There is so much more I want to tell you. He then pointed to the Spirit as the one who would come, who would further his teaching by bringing his word to life for us. So much more creates space for God to reveal his truth through his word. Today, we are continuing in our series on the life of Peter. And this particular meditation coincides with lesson two of my Bible study called Journey. And you can find that on Amazon or Christian Book. And there is also a link in the notes. We're going to be experiencing this passage as Electio Divina. So if you haven't done one before, there's actually two things that you can do. The first is pause here and go listen to the very first podcast where I explain what Lectio Divina is and what you can expect, or you can go and download the free journal that I've created for you. And that also outlines exactly what Lectio Divina is, and it gives you some space to capture your thoughts as you listen to the podcast. You can grab that at my website, jodynisnick.com, or again, there's a link for you in the show notes. Well, let's go ahead and get started. And to do that, I want to invite you to first find a comfortable yet attentive posture to sit in. And take a few deep in and out breaths as a way to settle your body and prepare your heart and your mind. And as you breathe in, just pray and ask the Lord to meet you in this space. And as you exhale, imagine that you are handing over to God all of the things that have been running through your mind, anything that is threatening to distract you from this time. And ask him to just hold on to those things while we do this meditation. So go ahead and take another deep in and out breath. And as you do, let me pray for us. Oh Lord, we thank you for this time set aside to be with you and be in your word. We pray that through your spirit, your word would become living and active and that you would guide us to notice what it is that you want us to see and that you would then guide the conversation that we need to have with you about it. Why does it matter in our lives? What do you want to teach us? So Lord, we ask that you would just be present and that as a result of this time, we would know you better and we would be able to follow you more closely. We ask all of this in your name and for your glory. Amen. As a little bit of context before we jump into this passage, this particular account takes place a little earlier in Jesus's ministry, and the text states that Jesus came home. Now, other scriptures lead us to believe that Jesus didn't actually have a home, And so many scholars believe that this was actually Peter's home because it was where Jesus always stayed. And so it was considered kind of their home base, if you would. Now, word about Jesus was spreading rapidly and crowds would gather wherever he was, which is exactly what happened here. 
Now, the first time that I read this passage for you, I just want to invite you to listen to it so that you know where it's going. So this is a reading from Mark 2, verses 1 through 12. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it, and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately Jesus knew in his spirit, that this was what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, Why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say to this paralyzed man, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Get up, take your mat, and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. Now, as I read the passage for you a second time, this time invite the Lord to show you a word or a phrase. And I want to encourage you to try not to overthink this process. Just see if there's a word or phrase that grabs your attention above the other words or phrases. And you can write it down if you want, or you can just hold on to it in your mind. But when we're done with the reading, we'll take a few minutes to reflect on this word or phrase and ask the Lord how it might connect to our life right now. So this is a second reading of Mark 2, verses 1 through 12. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it, and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. 
Now some of the teachers of the law were sitting there, thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, Why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say to this paralyzed man, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Get up, take your mat, and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, Get up, take your mat, and go home. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. So take a few moments now to think about the word or the phrase that your attention was drawn to and ask, how might this connect to my life right now? Now, as I read the passage for you a third time, I want to invite you to notice the word or phrase again, and then we'll take some time after the reading to respond to God, however he's inviting us to respond. So this is a third reading of Mark 2, verses 1 through 12. A few days later, When Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, They made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it, and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some teachers of the law were sitting there thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? 
Immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, Why are you thinking these things? Which is easier to say to this paralyzed man, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Get up, take your mat, and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. So take a few moments now to respond to God, however you sense he is inviting you to respond. It could be that there's a sin to confess or a command to obey, a truth to remember, a step of trust you need to take, a time to just worship him for who he is. But go ahead and take some time to respond to him now. Now the last step in this Lectio meditation process is to rest. And normally I read the passage for you one more time, but because the passage is a little long, I'm just going to invite you to just rest, to rest in God's faithfulness and goodness in your life, to rest in the truth of who he is, who he created you to be, rest in knowing that you are deeply loved and uniquely made. So no matter what it is, 
that you talk to God about. Just rest in who he is and take a few moments now to just praise him for whatever comes to mind. Lord, there's so much to thank you for that is in this passage. For these people that were clamoring to hear Jesus, for these four people who brought this paralyzed man to Jesus, and when they saw that they couldn't get to him, they found a way. So they were persistent in making sure that he met with Jesus. Lord, thank you for how Jesus responded by forgiving his sins, but then knowing what was going on in the hearts of the teachers of the law and calling them out on that, and then showing that he truly was the Son of Man, the Son of God, the Messiah, come for us. So Lord, we thank you for all the things held in this passage and so much more. And we pray that whatever it is that you revealed to us in this time that you wanted us to talk to you about, that we would hold that truth deeply in our heart as we move through the rest of today and into this week. So Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it is living and active. Help us to continue to seek you through your word, that we may come to know you better. We pray all of this. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, I hope you enjoyed the scripture meditation today, and I want to invite you to join me in listening to the Companion Podcast, where I have a conversation with Blythe Daniel. Blythe has co-authored two books with her mother. One is called Mended, Restoring the Hearts of Mothers and Daughters, and the second is called I Love You, Mom. And both have been really insightful for me. I've really enjoyed both of her books. And so I really loved the conversation that we had. Blythe has just got a lot of wisdom and insight into the word. And um, and so I hope you'll join me for that conversation. As always, I do want to thank you for joining me on So Much More because we do believe Jesus has so much more to say to us. And we are creating space to listen. Feeling stressed? Let's take better care of you. I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.